Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on. because Feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Well, happy Victory Wednesday, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin-Duggin. God, Victory Tuesdays are also delicious. Oh, they're so tasty. And let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. <sighs> Wake up, buddy. <laughs> Rise and I shine, got, butthole. You got a tired coach here tonight, boys. <laughs> you know what? That what I was about to text you guys. You're like, guys, I can't make it. I'm way too tired. <laughs> oh, no. And then I remembered Kevin falling asleep on vacation and waking up to come jump on. I was like, I can't, I have to do it. The competitor in you wouldn't let you get bested by your older brother. No, I can't let Kevin have a tired game and I don't, I don't suck it up and do it too. So I'm happy to be here. Chargers lost. It's, I mean, whoa. (laughs) Chargers, what now? Chargers. You've, you've been listening to this. You've been listening to social media and all the ESPN. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like we lost the way they talked about us today. And I was really pissed about it. Chargers won, <laughs> and so it's Kyle fun to record zero. these after we win. <laughs> but yeah, well, what's up with that? What's up with I? I went on. And I was all excited this morning. Same. Watch some sports talk radio. Everyone freaking hates us. I don't. I don't like the first thing I see is an ex-player Gerald McCoy. For whatever reason, they have he him on Good Morning Football. Dumb. Mm. dumb. Why did? Why does that dumb dumb get to have a an opinion on? <clears throat> I like everyone is he. It's just like Justin Herbert breaks every stat you could possibly break, but he doesn't win enough. This time he wins. It's it's like W's are a quarterback statistics. So he got the most important stat, but because he didn't throw for 300 yards, he's a crap quarterback. It's like, it just feels like there's nothing he's ever going to be able to do. Hmm. That's going to be like, oh yeah, he's elite. Yeah. It's, it's an uphill battle with uh, some of these talking heads. And I, I haven't watched it. And frankly, I don't care to watch it don't. because yeah. that's like, like the problem is it's like my favorite thing to do. I mentioned it in the, in the instant reaction. Like I want to go up and li- listen to everyone talk about my yeah. team. Cause that yeah, was how a, good. We are. That was an ass whooping. We put on the jets. Yeah. But instead it's like the jets, man, the jets are that bad that they made the chargers look that good. I'm like, why couldn't the chargers just be that good and smashed your face in? Yeah. Like why yeah. does how about this have we, to be a thing? How about we had a game plan that didn't consist of throwing picks, and so we won by 21 points. You yeah. know, like that Jets defense is really good. Yeah. Then Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions. Josh Allen threw three interceptions. Like they're making quarterbacks look stupid. Guess what? We had zero turnovers and we right. beat you by 21 points. And we didn't so let our them game score plan worked. A single touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we know that you're that bad at offense. We know that too. So guess what we did? 
We gave you the ball at your own 20 every single time and said, there's no way you're going to score a touchdown. Yeah. And it worked. And it worked. And we won. <laughs> yeah. We I, was, I wanted more of that this morning. Instead, I got I a know, whole bunch like, of just idiots. Come on. Like, how, how is that possible that you don't see it? That I don't know. I, I, I kind of honestly, now I'm kind of like spiteful and angry at all of them. I want to just go beat the, the Lions and just have them double down. Just so I can hate them more. Oh, I guess the yeah. Lions are that bad. That yeah. And the Chargers yeah. run all over. Them. Lions are frauds. Yeah. Frauds. Yeah. Frauds. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, despite all of that we nonsense, that folks, we are still super jazzed about beating the Jets, especially because, as we talked about, the Jets were slated to be the winners at least by three points. It was going to be a slim win, but it was going towards the Jets' favor. And the Chargers figured out a way to not just beat them by three points, not just beat them by six, nine, or any other divisible number by three. Yeah. We went all the way to freaking what was it? 21, 21. divisible yeah. by three, seven times that amount math. It was, <laughs> it, it was awesome. It was the defense had, I want, I hope this defense can look like this moving forward. Yeah. Cause they were just dominant and it yeah. was so much fun to watch. And I don't know what people were saying. Like this was a boring game to watch. I don't know what you're watching. Eight sacks, three fumbles, a punt return for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Like it had everything you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this was absolutely a wild game because I mean, you're talking about starting off with special teams showing up to play with Darius Davis, finally running back a touchdown yeah. in the regular season. We saw More the, the shine of it in the preseason, finally now making its presence. In the regular season, we see Eckler take not one, not two, but three attempts to score a touchdown. And hey, guess what? Scored a touchdown in Chicken the second butt. half. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Okay, come on. Yeah. Like, we'll take everything that we can with this. Like, offensively, yes, I know they struggled, but we still put up 27 freaking points. Like, that's the defense, awesome. <laughs> the defense set us up for success. We had a great 50-yard drive in the beginning there. Like, we were humming, and then they just made adjustments, and our offensive line did not look normal because they're facing a really good right. defense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there's definitely things to be learned from this. I don't think this is like a, you know, pull, you know, break glass in case of emergency for our offense. We just need to get the, you know, not face the top defense in the league next week, and we'll be okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, we won, I, by tw we won by 21 points. Yeah, exactly. What the hell is the problem? Like, what are we talking about here? Why, I know, it's, why are we justifying that, what the offense did? We won by yeah. three touchdowns. That's what crazy I'm that I, I'm even justifying it. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, we did what we needed to do to win by three touchdowns. That's awesome. I will take that every single week. It's it's a great I game plan. Let's yeah, win by three an, touchdowns. Yeah, like, make them. We're not going to do stupid things to take dumb chances and throw the ball deep just to hope something maybe happens. And then they turn you over and then they're scoring because it's momentum. And we've talked about this how many times? Like yeah. every time we have a big play, we let them back in it with a big play. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that. Like there no. was no opportunity for them to get any momentum in that, in that game. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of, I think a lot of the, the difficulties on offense was stupid drop passes. Like, yeah. Eck dropped like three balls that were really bad. Like mm -hmm. really, really easy, wide open catches. Guyton had a drop. Like they were they were just dropping the football. And one drop, it seems insignificant. It stops the whole drive. You go from then being in a third and three to back to being a third and ten. And then guess what? That Jets defense that's really good is pinning their ears back and 
coming after a guy with a broken finger. So right. I don't I don't think it was that far off from being a really good game. Everything that we did great last week that everyone's like, oh my God, the Chargers offense is back. We did that all again and we just were dropping the ball. Like you just gotta right. catch the freaking ball and then we're fine. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, the sky is not falling. We're fine. Yeah. We won by 21 points. Yeah, come Jeez. on. It's crazy. And milestones were set. We saw Keenan Allen hit his 10,000 career receiving yard milestone. So um, awesome. Just, again, that amazing catch. I love that the Chargers <laughs> posted like five or six different angles of him catching that ball. And it's amazing no matter it's what incredible. angle you look yeah. at. This like spin move. I mean, it looks like a superhero or like a ninja just catching it spinning it falling not letting it hit the ground like it's absolutely wild so and then uh, just they asked justin about he's like i want to go back and look at that i was i was on the ground when he caught that oh (laughs) (laughs) i was just like that that was justin that whole game like he was getting hit every single freaking throw so like the fact that he's like oh yeah i really want to go back and enjoy that but yeah i don't remember it because i was on the ground Uh, i didn't see it so well, they gave him multitude of angles to see it, so yeah. I'm sure he'll check that out. So yeah, Keenan Allen is now uh, second uh, in receiving yards for the Chargers. He only has Antonio Gates to beat, which is only another, what, 1,844, so let's restructure this guy's contract. Let's make him the number God, one. With two more, like, at least two more seasons. I don't yeah. think he's not slowing down at all. Clearly. He, yeah, like honestly quick question if you if they force you to pick between him and mike williams who are you picking keenan allen yeah yeah Yeah. so i think that's an easy unanimous thing and yeah he's a stud i love mike williams i love everything that he brings to the table but keenan allen i want him to retire as a charger i don't want him going anywhere else to play with any other team and yeah no he he needs to remain a charger for the rest of his career he's also been super durable like he's not yeah. missed significant time over the last six seven years yeah, yeah. i like mean he missed a little bit last yeah. last year yeah it dinged up but now mike williams hurt every year for big chunks yeah so it's just and you look at durability stuff too it's i don't know i, I they're both awesome but yeah. yeah i would pick keenan right now yeah um and on darius davis's uh big return Next Gen Stats pointed out that Darius Davis had an 87-yard punt return touchdown. Uh, expected return yards were only 13. So with all of the guys that were coming at him, they were expecting only 13 yards. Uh, return yards over expected was plus 74. So if you do the math, 74, 13, 87. Yeah, and the that, touchdown probability. That's prob- correct. Probability. That's correct. I, I checked the math. That's good. Touchdown probability was only a 0.6%. So just that little squeak by I had that, that much one sitting yeah. at, on the couch at home. Yeah. <laughs> had that good of a probability. How do you only give him a 0.6% chance of scoring? He's a I don't he know. He has the football on the field. It's gotta Dude, be higher than that. It's next generation, okay? Yeah. It's, it's, it's welcome hard, to yeah. the next generation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm still stuck in the last one. <laughs> Light speed indoor, man. I'm still stuck in the in the 30s, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, he had a point zero six of touchdown probability rate there, fellas. <laughs> Fastest man alive, they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, Davis reached a top speed of 20.5 miles per hour, the second fastest play by a Chargers ball carrier and fastest speed of Davis's career. The guy was flying. He was hauling ass. Yeah. If he make basically, if you, I went back and looked at his first return in the preseason and this one, if he gets one good cut on you moving forward, that's it. He's gone. You're done. 
he's, he's gone. Like if he has the momentum, he gives you one good cut. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So more cuts for me, please. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if we can get punters that can continue to, what, what was the term you were using? Kicking them out of coverage or something yeah, like that. It was just, and I, if you go back and watch it, Troy Aikman and um, what's his nuts. Mr. Uh, Buck. Mr. Buck, we're like co- complimenting the the punter. He's like he's 36, but he's never looked better. And then he outkicked his coverage, and they ran a touchdown back. I thought that was hilarious that they were, you know, doing that. And then yeah, showering him with praise yet again. Blew up in his. Let's face. not shower the guy that ran back an 87 yard touchdown. Let's shower the punter that outkicked his coverage. I don't even think they knew his name. They're like, oh, that's a touchdown for the Charger guy. You yeah, know, like, what's uh, the amazing uh, Charger guy? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, look at him dance. Um, let's see. Chris Rim uh, tweeted, the Chargers have their fourth game this season with over five sacks, tied with the Ravens for most in the NFL. And uh, Khalil Mack had six in one of those. So one of those games, that was the six sack uh, game for Khalil. And we've had four now with over five sacks. This This is a scary defense as far as pass rush goes. Like, now that we've got Khalil Mack and Joey Vosa, both are totally healthy, and we've got the rookie Thule now coming Monster. in there to be disruptive. You got Morgan Fox in there that's getting in the mix as well, Sebastian Joseph Day, and now we've got Tito Abonia as well, who played in this last game. And played really well, too. Played really well. I mean, this is a defensive line that's like, got to look out, guys. Like, you got to yeah. got to put some respect on the name. I think, honestly, we did this last year where we had the beginning part of the year. We were figuring it out. JC Jackson went down. They had to reevaluate how they were doing everything. And then we became we were one of the top defenses at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely seeing that happen could happen this year and in a better way because we have a much better pass rush than we did last year. Big time. Yeah, the defense is finally clicking, man. Um, Eric Smith, by the way, the Chargers have 16 sacks this season on third down, the most in the NFL. Pin those things back. Pin those ears back. Third down, baby. They come in and they're ready to be disruptive. Well, they're getting them in long distances. There, it's not a lot of like short thirds. It's like the run defense. Our run defense is so good. It's forcing them into obvious passing situations. Mm-hmm. And you get sixteen sacks because you're badasses. Yeah, yeah. Because Eric Smith originally tweeted out a split sack from Joey Bosa and Morgan Fox follows a sack from Khalil Mack. Chargers defense stands tall in the red zone and limits New York to a field goal. So. Man, the the defense is absolutely leading the way. Uh, let's see; these are the week nine versus the debt versus the Jets. Zero touchdowns allowed. Zero touchdowns allowed. Eight sacks. Uh, Seventy-one total tackles. They were everywhere. Uh, seven passes defended. Three fumble recoveries, and three for seventeen on third down conversions. Wow. Like we only allowed three third down conversions. Three for seventeen. Wow. When you look at all this, <laughs> would you say the defense had an amazing game or that, you know, the Jets just kind of, they're just not a good offense? Like, how, how bad of an offense do you have to be to warrant these? Or is this just, we had a freaking awesome game plan and a great game? Both. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I, I both? <laughs> it, it, it needs to be both. It is yeah. both. And I think that's what no one was saying in the, you know, no one was mentioning our defense at all after a performance like this. Yeah. So... I mean, the Jets, have, I mean, they have been putting up points. I mean, we talked about it on the Friday episode. Like, they they beat the freaking Bills, for crying out loud. They beat the Eagles, for crying out loud. And they were only three points out when they played against the Chiefs. Like, 
this isn't a slouch of a team. You can't say that like, oh, the Jets are clearly terrible. It's like, no, they've been playing well they won, because they won Aaron Rodgers. In a row. That's yeah. what I mean. Like Aaron Rodgers went out on that first game and Zach Wilson's been there the entirety of the season. So you can't say like, oh, something's changed or somebody went down or something like that. It's like they put 31 on the Broncos. Yeah. So it's like I you got to give us more credit for what happened in that game than like, oh, wow, they just really, you know, came off that bye and couldn't do anything against the Giants. And now they're just shit. Yeah, I, I just don't think that's the case Yeah. So let's see. Post-game quotes. Uh, we've got Coach Staley on the defensive performance. Uh, said, when we're healthy, that's how they'll rush. They just haven't been healthy together for very long. But when they've been healthy uh, together, that's how they've played. That's why we have to keep them that way. But then when you get the other guys rushing, you know when you have <laughs> Thule rushing as well as he is, Foxy, those interior guys, Derwin, it's going to create more opportunities for everybody. So I guess we just haven't been that healthy uh, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we've had guys that have had to sit out, Derwin James, Lohi Gilman. Uh, some of those guys have had to miss some time, even Joey Bosa with his uh He's been limited injury. for like three weeks. He yeah. Three weeks where he suited up, but he was just so limited. Like, clearly he's back now. Yeah. Um, and then said, I still stand behind uh, the reason why we're able to rush the way we are is because of the way we're playing against the run. And that's been the secret. That's been the formula to our success. Don't tell anybody. It's quiet. <laughs> when we've rushed well. It's how we've played against the run. And then when uh, those guys get that many opportunities, those are two of the best to ever do it. And then you have this young guy that's really coming on strong. So, yeah, I mean, again, you're talking about a team like the New York Jets had Brees Hall, who has been just touted as like one of the best runners this season so far. And I don't know how many yards he got, but he definitely didn't get a touchdown. I know that much. Oh, he, he, I think um, he had less than Eckler and it was like three point, he had 3.3 yards per carry and Austin had like 3.4 or something like that. So it was just, we just, we've done that multiple weeks in a row now. It's not yeah. a fluke. It's not a fluke anymore. Like you can say what you want about the Jets offensive line, but we've done that to other teams. Yeah. Um, including the, including the chiefs. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Joey Bosa on the win says it feels great. I think the energy is good. The mindset was really good. The last couple of weeks, especially following a couple of tough losses. I think we're heading in the right direction. Just have to keep with it. It's fun especially when you're up. It's fun knowing that they're going to throw the ball. Uh, Bosa later added about rushing the passer. You can get after them a little bit. So, I mean, again, it's talking about the defense finally having some fun. Finally being able to come up with some celebrations. Joey Bosa doing a sumo celebration, just the boom, boom, and then come rushing up. And you got them uh, making, I don't, I don't, do you think they were making fun of the Jets when they were doing the flyby in the, in the end zone on yeah, that one celebration? A little mocky. A yeah, little, little mocking. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, cool with it. Fine with me. No, but I mean, and, and just the, the celebrating with uh, Thule doing the shrug and Joey doing the tea. That, I think like, that's what I love the most right now is seeing that relationship grow yeah. between those two guys and like how much fun they're having. Cause clearly Joey knows how, how much help Thule is bringing, you know, those quarterbacks having to step up or step back to mm-hmm. get out of it. And he's just walking right into Joey and Khalil. So I just, I love the fact that they're having fun when you see those players like hugging and high-fiving and like doing sharing sack celebrations. 
it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Well, it's clearly, I think, affecting their game. They're playing so much better now that they're just having fun. Like, this is now a fun thing to do. We get to go out and play this game and make these big plays and disrupt the passes. And it's just a great time. Um, Eric Kendricks on the pass rush said, it's fun to watch. Tully is the young gun that's come in here, humble as ever. Just ears pinned back, going all out. I love it. It's refreshing to me, and I'm sure to Khalil and Joey, too. Uh, I've seen Joey from afar. I've seen Khalil in my division. I know what those boys are capable of, uh, but when you get to meet them, work with them, be friends with them, it becomes more special. I think they let him out of the pocket once or twice. Uh, They did a great job of just keeping him in there and team rushing. The reason why they all had sacks is because they rushed as a team. They rushed as a unit up front. It shows in the stat line as well. Team yeah. effort. It's awesome. he's, yeah. got, he's got a front row seat for that. If anybody's seeing it, it's him because he's, yeah. he's, he's in the pit. He gets to see he's right next to the performers. Exactly. And I mean, this was one of the things that we were excited about. It's like, okay, got a healthy Khalil Mack. That's awesome. But then you also got a healthy Joey Bosa. It's like, okay, well, which one of these guys are you going to stop? And now you've also got a healthy Tuli Tui Pelotu, who's now like, Christ almighty, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, there's three guys coming at me, and I don't know what to do with myself. And then that's how you get eight sacks in a game. Like, because it's that terrifying that you like, you got to have like one of the best offensive lines to be able to have any chance of stopping any of these guys coming in and sacking and disrupting plays so it's extremely exciting and awesome to see what these guys being so healthy and what kind of numbers they're able to produce when they're all out there on the field Mm. um and then alohi gilman on the pass rush said uh those guys are beasts out there makes me smile makes my job easier back there uh when you got guys like that up front super grateful to be a part of this team a part of them being a part of this a bunch of hall of famers up front and Alohi, man, he is so it's so nice to have him back. Like he was the yeah. highest graded defenseman, uh, one of the highest graded defender we had on yeah. that, in that game by PFF. So like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just so excited to see kind of his progression. We weren't sure about him his first year, and he kind of built his way up, and now he's like a dominant part of that secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's stepping up this year for sure, and it's all going to make a difference. Uh, with with this team and where they're going to go and how far they're going to go in. And I mean, this was a game when we finally saw, like people were saying, like, is the defense just too complicated? Why can't these guys get it together? Well, now we're seeing it get together. And maybe it just took a couple of games like that where we can win by double digits to finally make us realize, okay, okay, this is the defense. This is what they're able to do. Like, do you feel like after these two games that they've kind of set up an identity? You know, one of the things that we've been talking about, like, you know, these guys, the, this team needs to find an identity. Do, do you think that the defense has now kind of made that identity a little more visible within these last two games? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Kyle, defensive coach. Sorry, I didn't know if you were asking me specifically. I, uh, anybody. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. It's open um, to yeah. the floor. <laughs> I just think there's, I think there's been a more intentional uh, physicality. Yeah, you know when you see seventy-seven tackles, like they're guys aren't running out of bounds, like they're not in these incompletions on every play. It's like they're they're just hitting people, and 
I, I don't know. It fe- it just feels more physical overall, yeah. like the way that we're attacking blocks and um, the and way Turwin's coming out and, either. Like these yeah, guys are yeah. now making more thought out tackles. Like we saw Derwin and both Derwin and Alohi, I think got some oh yeah huge hits yeah. in this last game and almost no flags getting guys. thrown because yeah, of right. like you know defend defenseless receivers or anything like that. Yeah. No, and I think it's interesting that if you go back, when we go back and look, hopefully everything goes the way we want the rest of the season. When you go back and look at this defense, you'll look at halftime versus the Chiefs. Whatever was said, whatever conversation was had about, hey, we're abandoning what we had planned. We're going to play man. As soon as that happened, and maybe the players took a little bit of ownership, I don't know, maybe, that's when it all changed. That's mm-hmm. when this defense became really good, like, like at halftime of that mm-hmm. game. And we, we've seen the same unit ever since. So hopefully they can keep keep that going because, you know, that, that's super fun to watch. Big time. And we if we can, keep you going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Check out all the fun stuff we've got nice. over there. Fun videos. I mean, we've got some watches. We've got the our live streams are now up over there. So I, I guess now you can go back. I didn't know you could do this. You can go and rewatch. The live streams, both of them are available now that you can just go. I think there. the first one we got on in trouble for. Okay, we got a little hand no longer on up the first there. one. That but was the a... second one. If you wanted to go yeah. back and rewatch us losing our minds over some of the plays that happened in this last game, you can go to patreon.com slash charger chat to check it out. And we also have a new patron to shout out here. We've got Frank McCullough, our newest Welcome patron to the party, pal. on the Patreon. Thank you so much, Frank, for joining us. Uh, and if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there, T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, folks. Well, normally we would have ourselves a brisket abroad segment, but through whatever issues, I mean, the whole Monday night game. Just Monday night makes off it so much harder to produce stuff. Yeah. So and, and, they'll be back on on Friday's episode. Yeah, we'll get the broads back with their brisket abroad segment on Friday. So we're just going to go straight into Ask Bolt Fam post Monday night football victory edition. Let's go. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Clean love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off with Asante Samuel III. Hmm. I like that question. Name. Certified fresh. 
When I lay my head on the pillow at night, I dream of nothing but Mr. Tooley absolutely owning your favorite O-line man and ruining the quarterback's hope of having a clean jersey at the end of the day. I also love Keenan and his beautiful bald head. That is all. BTFU and f*** the Raiders who think they're good now. We didn't talk about that too much, but the celebrating with Stogies after beating the the giants yeah. the hapless giants that was so was like, weird it was a vibe it was a vibe i mean i guess but like i liked the vibe that the chargers had that the that was kind of a rare insight to see the chargers celebrating after their win against the jets dancing in the locker room and having a good time i mean i don't know about you that doesn't look like a locker room that's lost to no, me that doesn't not, look like a team that's lost faith in their coach not even and a little bit packing up and getting out. So well, these, there's even a moment like I, I like seeing little stuff like that. Maybe I'm re- like this and I'm maybe I'm reading into it too much. But there's a moment where Staley's doing his, you know, post game, getting the guys up, handing out game balls and everything. Mm-hmm. And then everyone got excited about the fact they were going back to the hotel to, to celebrate a little more, maybe some libations. And <laughs> Durden was a like, guy. Shut up. Coach is talking like he's like stepped in and quieted everybody down. Yeah, like that that locker room is very very intact and yeah, um, that's what that's what winning does. You win football games, your locker room is going to get real tight real fast. Yeah, it. it's when you start losing games, it's you can lose it real quick. And it, regardless of if you're doing the right things, little things get exaggerated. So winning football games makes everything better. It's just winning is good. It just makes life better. It's so much it better. does. <laughs> All right, Asante Samuel the third. Thank you uh, for the comment. Uh, let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. What a defensive win. The Bolts just broke the Jets. You could see how defeated they were. I don't remember a game like that. Well, since last week, <laughs> LOL. But uh, they were the Bears. So when was the last time you remember the Chargers breaking another team? Not I mean, a defensive performance like this, like at all since we've started this podcast. Like, I don't remember a defensive performance like that where it was just owned the game, dominated every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think I'm so happy today. Just, <laughs> well, so we had the, fir- the first half of that playoff game last year was pretty dominant by the defense yeah. and the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a complete game where they don't allow a touchdown and they have eight sacks like yeah. no i don't i don't i don't remember something like that no in fact i, I know we beat we've beaten some teams by some good points but most of the time it's our offense hold controlling the ball and scoring a bunch of points so yeah that was pretty cool yeah i think the the stat is uh that i saw here the chargers had three players record over two sacks in a game for the first time since week 16 versus the new york jets in that. 2012 yeah it was so, phillips uh, Le- Corey Legit and one other guy. I remember seeing that picture. Uh, Reyes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Been a while since we've had that kind of a game. Just also kind of funny that it was against the New York Jets as well. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, been a while, but we love to see it there, OM Run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Amber Dorman, who asked the question. Woohoo! What a nice win! I hope Wooldog wore his kilt because I'm on to something over here. Started wearing my OG Rivers jersey and Rivers earrings last week against the Bears and again tonight. We are undefeated with the Rivers combo. I was hoping for a bit more offense tonight, but I'm so happy to see the defense play lights out. 
My question for you guys, do you get more excited after an offensive blowout or a defensive stand? I think when I first started watching football, the offensive plays were easier to follow and cheer for, but I'm much more excited and sometimes terrified by the defense over the last few yards. This is an amazing picture, by the way. We should yeah. maybe we should throw this up so we can. Should see we throw it, it up? Let yeah, me, these uh, earrings are next level. <laughs> I mean, let me find a way to get it. Like honestly, <laughs> I mean, it's just on. too. It's just too good. I wish I could Phil? zoom in, but the uh, you can see Phil's. <laughs> He's got kind of like the serious scowl. face. With the He's bull. got yeah. the serious scowl going on. He's in looking at Jay Cutler on the other side. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a Cutler look. No, this is an awesome look, Amber. And if this is, it, it's gorgeous. I did not wear the kilt the past couple of games, but that's just because we're on live stream and I don't want anybody looking up my kilt. But uh, <laughs> if yeah. it's working, if this is what's working, then keep doing it, Amber. This is an awesome look and I don't think anybody would fault you for it. No, please, more. But the question remains uh, as far as what we would prefer or what what do we get more excited after, an offensive blowout or a defensive stand? Kyle, go first. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so funny when Kevin doesn't know what to say, he just blames no, it on me. I, 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 it's recently been brought to my attention. I jump on questions. So I'm, I'm, I have a very good answer locked and loaded, ready to fire out everywhere. But I wanted to <laughs> give you the opportunity to uh, say what you got like to say it. first. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah. I, I don't get to see a whole lot of defensive dominant per, like performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I'm a defensive coach and that's kind of what I, I like most. What I think is great about a defense, like, showing up is it's a really all about like the team they have to play so together um and not one person gets all the credit like right now as we talk about our defense we're not like oh joey bosa just dominated the whole game it's like yeah he had a good game but so did Tui Tuli, and so did uh khalil and so did derwin and so yeah. did aloe and so did mike davis and so mm-hmm. did jaw like they all played well so what usually when we have a good offensive performance everyone's just lifting up Justin and he's the greatest and can't believe he made those throws, which is fun too. Um, but I, I enjoy like the team celebration. That is a defensive performance. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin, what's that? This is why I jump on the questions. Have. Cause he always says what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, it's same thing. It's like not experiencing this for forever. Like I love when Justin Herbert shines and, you know, media can't talk shit about him because he put up 400 yards and five touchdowns or whatever. But like seeing us be so dominant on defense, it's just so refreshing because that's been our biggest problem for so long and why we can't take the next step. So the Mm -hmm. fact that we're getting closer to what we want to look like is just warms my, warms my heart. Yeah. I I think uh, an offensive blowout, I think that can be fun, but that, if that means then that the def- that our defense isn't quite playing as well, then it becomes that kind of a shootout game, which can be exciting, but it can also just be a roller coaster of emotions of like, ah, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. A defensive stand, like that is, I mean, again, like they didn't allow a single touchdown this yeah. last game. I mean, if they were able to keep them out of those field goals, it would have been a goose egg on that side. So I think that is probably something that's something to be more excited about, especially given how. Everybody has said how or has thrown out about how Staley's that quote unquote defensive guru and how it's like mm, it hasn't quite worked out yet with him. 
in the previous years. And now you get a performance like this. You're like, okay, everything is kind of coming together now. Synergy, you know, type idea. So it's exciting to know that going forward, there might be some more of this now that everything seems to be getting either figured out or clicking. So I'm excited for defensive stance as well. So Amber Dorman, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville 714. Who asked the question? Uh, is this what doing meth feels like? I mean, we have won two games back to back without the games being close, and I want another hit. In the is the defense heating up and finally come together? Or do we just uh, play two bad offensive teams? Uh, I guess we'll find out next week, won't we? Can't let me by. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Like blowout, <laughs> like back to back blowout feels games. Just like meth. <laughs> I have never done meth, but if never that's what it feels like, either. line me up. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that this is the defense heating up or are we playing two bad offensive teams and it's just making our defense look better? Put your hands together. Both are true. <laughs> it's like, again, it doesn't have to be one or the other. We could play right. a bad defense and have a bet. Or a bad offense, and then we could have a bad defensive performance, and they look really good. Right, but which is the, usually the case. I know. Yeah, it's like they were, were a bad offense, and we had a good defensive game. Mm-hmm. Now it will be fun as it seems like things are starting to click to play a, an offense that's a little bit better. Now, I don't think the Lions have a prolific offense, um, but they're definitely winning a lot more football games, and they're a good team. Right. Um, so it will be fun to see how we can continue to ramp this thing up against better competition. And then we have the Ravens here in a couple of weeks and they have been just putting a beating on teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, some are saying they're like the best team in the league right now. So, and you kind of can't deny that the way they're beating guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some good tests will be coming up here. Boltville 714. Thank you for asking the question. Thanks, brother. Let's move it on now to Kyle Goodwin who asked the question. Hold on to your seats, boys. Cause the Chargers defense just brought the thunder today. I mean, holy cow, did you see that? The doubters, the naysayers, they can eat their words because we're starting to build some serious hope in our defense and this team. We're going all the way this season, mark my words. And let me tell you about Alohi, my friends. That guy is the real deal, I'm telling you. I'm starting to think he went and mastered kung fu this offseason because he's judo-chopped his like a magnet for turnovers. It's like he's playing a game of pickpocket with the opposition. Swiping that ball away like it's nobody's business. It's a thing of beauty, I tell you. Now let's talk about our stud Thule and his senseis, Mac and Bosa. These guys are absolute beasts. Just thinking about how they're going to unleash their fury on those lions gives me goosebumps. They're going to be hungry, boys, bloodthirsty for that victory. And you better believe they're going to leave their mark on that field. And speaking of greatness, let's talk about Justin Herbert. That man is the epitome of elite. Don't even question it, my friends. Just ask yourself this. How many interceptions did he have against the Jets? That's right. Big fat zero. Now, what about those league darlings, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen? They had two and three interceptions, respectively. We won by 21 points and I couldn't care less how much they won by because it's not even worth looking up. That's the kind of domination we're talking about. All right, here's my question, boys. If you played for the team and could have a nickname like Vato, Slayer, Maverick, etc., what would you like your nickname to be? Wooldog? <laughs> I don't know if I could go I don't know if I go with Huggin. It's kind of a little like... soft for the locker room. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know because you, you usually Goose? You can't give yourself no. I don't want to. <laughs> usually, Ice you man. don't give yourself a nickname. You have to earn a nickname, and somebody else gives it to you. Yeah, I'll throw it to you guys. Who? What should I be? What would I be? Who am I? I don't what does know. it mean? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's funny because let's see. I always want to go towards the the uggin ism. So like the mean muggin is not a bad one. That's a good mean muggin. Good nickname to have. Fuggin. <laughs> Capital Fuggin F. Duggin. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bleep us. Yeah, Don't demonetize us, YouTube. Yeah, sorry. F U G G I N. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Also, my creative hugging. my creative juices are at an all time zero right now, boys. So <laughs> we're talking football. I got you nicknames. I got nothing tonight. I'm sorry, <laughs> I got nothing. Kevin, that was a nice sidestep on this question as well. That was absolutely <laughs> cop out of epic proportions. <laughs> well, you don't usually give yourself a nickname. You have to. You earn it. You do. I had a. Oh, I had in college. They call I was flopper. They called me Flopper Duggan. There's one time I was at a party and I sat down in a chair so hard that it like the chair bent back and I was like, <laughs> no like Flopper. That. Yeah, I was that only that didn't last for very long, but I was Flopper. Well, if they called you Flopper, you'd probably be that NFL player that like somebody like gently pushes you and you go like, whoa. whoa. And yeah, more, to call flags. more soccer. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. No. Patrick Flopper Mahomes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're well, wool dog. That's easy. That's an easy. I know. Game, for bro. me, wool dog is wolf, like wolf. that's that works. Yeah. That, that translates. I'll um, go with Kyle Tired Duggan. Sleepyhead. <laughs> true. Yeah. Go sleepyhead. Uh Snorlax. That? That's what I was for. Snorlax. <laughs> the boys dress me up like the sleepy Pokemon. Yeah, and you put people to sleep. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I love it. What would you guys give us for nicknames? Put them down in the comments below. Kyle Goodwin, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Bolt, who asked the question. Who do we think was calling the defense tonight? Ah. Coach Staley. Yeah, it has to be coach. I mean, I don't think, unless they came out and said that they handed the reins over to Ansley, you, you have to think it was the coach. There's just yeah, there's, no, there's no respect for coach right now in our fan base. No, like, no one yeah. thinks he can do anything right. So when it does happen, people are like, <laughs> like it couldn't have been. Who, but I've been, I've been, the place, I've been shitting on him for weeks and weeks and weeks. I can't walk this back. I've been, yeah. I got to double down on the couldn't shit. Couldn't be him calling the place. No, be somebody. Gotta be somebody else. Yeah. No, absolutely had to be coached there, Mister Bolt. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Swipe of Visuals, who asked the question. Thanks, Shad Alohi Gilman for Defensive Player of the Year in the preseason, mostly because I am a homer for Alohi and. My man has been balling out for the last two weeks. Anyways, for my question, where would you rank Dicker in terms of Chargers kickers in history? Also, Kevin, I love the t-shirt idea from the instant reaction from this frick-fracking win. Let me know if you need a design idea. Anywho, BTFU and K love you, bye. All right, and uh, f*** the Raiders, f*** the Chiefs, f*** the Broncos and f the Dolphins. You guys made fun of me when I brought up this this funny idea for a nickname for a t-shirt idea for Dick of the Kicker. 
Um, but I do tell think, the, tell everybody who didn't hear. If you didn't, if you didn't tune in, and you know, you should, wait, are you still standing by this name? I, 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 every time I think about it, it makes me laugh a little bit. So it must be good for me. Um, uh, if you've seen Dude Perfect, it's awesome, right? They're good. They're trick shots. At the end, I love Dude Perfect. Yeah, Dude Perfect rules. My kids love them. At the end, Dick of the Kicker was getting a little bored, so he dinked, you know, he hit the upright, went in, right. you know, having fun, trick shots. Trick shots. So instead of Dude Perfect, it's Dick Perfect. It makes sense. And Swipa, <laughs> if you want to build it, they will we come. Will. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> you might have to cut that. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a Field of Dreams <laughs> reference. What are you thinking about? <laughs> The utter thinking about Dick Kyle's voice. Oh God! No. <laughs> you gotta let that go. Dude. Leave it in. Let that idea die. No. <laughs> yeah. Swipe. If you come up with a graphic, it, it's really rad. No. I'll present it to the boys at a later date, and we'll see what they say. I'm preemptively vetoing it. <laughs> Uh, let us know i'll down start in the a new website <laughs> a new website dick we'll start a poll yeah. dick perfect funny or not, not. the kind not of website funny. i have any interest in <laughs> all right swipe up visuals uh what is your website oh wait the be? question yeah we didn't dick even get to the question dick perfect. <laughs> get it now i don't Kevin. even want to go look and see get on go daddy uh, um the, where would we rank uh, Dicker in terms of Chargers kickers in history? For me, the confidence level right behind Carney. Right now, Carney is still the man, yeah. and right behind him is Dicker the kicker. For yeah. me, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pull you into this episode. I keep trying yeah, to pull him in. Nothing to do. With He's it. like, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> You know, yep, you guys yep. are going to spring dick perfect on me somewhere in this question. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to like play. The idea in the production meeting, I said, don't bring it up again. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I yeah, really I thought would... you were going to wake up and be like, man, I can't believe I said that last night. I, I thought it was going to be one of those things. No, fully <laughs> confident and happy Crazy. about that there's, idea. There's too many people in the comments that are supporting <laughs> Kevin's idea. They're fueling this. Not dying. If there was <laughs> no comments, Kevin might be like, okay, well, maybe it was. Well, if a couple people were like, night. Kevin, you were out of line, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but instead, I'm getting One praise. of them your brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> um, Yes. As far as like ranking him with other kickers, I mean, we just haven't had quite the same sample size as we have with everybody else. But I would agree with Kevin that, uh, I, I mean, just with the name, just with the name and the confidence and how much he's just kicking him right down the middle, sands that one that he doinked, but that still went through. That was still a, a extra point. So, um, yeah, I, I I would say just right behind Carney right now as far as recent recent recency bias is that the yeah because like you mention any other kickers names and i start to like have a panic attack like nate kading right. don't say the name because it yeah. stresses me out so nick much novak mike badgley it's Young just years and years of mediocrity and we finally have a stud yeah and it's just awesome yeah all right well there you go swipe visuals thank you for asking the question dm me bro let's <laughs> move it on now to lrh388 <laughs> Who asked the question? Who 
had the best game for the Bolts? I think it's what Kyle said earlier, where it's hard because like the defense was playing as such like a like a team and a unit that it's hard to like pinpoint one. Mm-hmm. But I think like the big time, there's a couple big time play like the key moments, um, the sack that jo- uh, Joey had where it took him out of field goal range. That was pretty freaking huge in terms of the momentum. They were kind of moving the ball a little bit on us, and he just took them single handedly took them out of field goal range. So. I don't know. Seeing him play that, I haven't seen him have a game like that in a minute. So I'll I'll, I'll say Joey if you want to pick one. It's not bad. Yeah, I again they all played really well. So I think Alohi had a couple of huge plays at the beginning. The fumble, I mean, that the yeah. third down stop that led to the punt return for a touchdown, and then the fumble, the strip there at the in the first quarter. That was all in the first quarter. Like boom, boom. He's like kind of got us in a good spot right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was continuing to have good plays in this in the secondary. And there's a lot of the things that DBs do that you don't see. The reason that we're getting sacks is because they're back there defending Coverage. everyone and covering it up. So um, from just like the big plays that we saw, I think Alohi had a huge game. I think if Alohi gets in the end zone on that, um, when he, when he st- scooped and tried to score, mm-hmm. that's hands down. And I was actually kind of surprised. Like they gave out so many game balls. Like if he would have scored that touchdown, that would have been the seventh game ball. Oh, for totally. sure. Yeah. Um, I would say just to be somebody different, I'm going to say Darius Davis, um, just to be able, because that's such a rarity, uh, for a punt returner to get a touchdown. Yeah, that for him to get that and accomplish that in his rookie season in the uh, what were we week eight or week week nine, like I think that's awesome for him, and I think that that's he had to have like one of the best games. Well, and he took the lead for us, and we never gave it yeah. back. Started you know? so started was, the momentum for the. Charge. It's crazy to well, think we could have beat him with just if that. we didn't score. Yeah, if we didn't score another point, we still would have won that game with that with that Darius Davis. Touchdown. Just with that Darius Davis touchdown. That wow. wins seven six. Point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been a pretty boring game, but yeah. Would have been would have been a still a dub. W. So yeah. I love that. All right. Uh LRH three eight eight. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to House of Hain. Who asked the question? Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. We got a f- and win, bitches. <laughs> Sacks for everyone. The O did just enough. Jenny said, run, Davis, run. And he was running to a touchdown. Were they asking for it by playing Thunderstruck? Yes. Yes, they were. <laughs> FTR, FTC, FTB, BFTU, K, love you, bye. Uh, yeah, so they played Thunderstruck in the stadium. I guess so. Yeah, I didn't notice that when we were watching the game. You blew it, guys. You, you absolutely blew it. You stupid son of a bitch. I'm just saying, what happens when thunder or lightning strikes an airplane? You don't want to have that energy around your jets. Like, why play that song? That's dumb. Hmm. Scramble your computers. Things yeah. aren't going to go well. Yeah. No. <laughs> Somebody had their iTunes on shuffle and didn't realize the error of their mistake by letting thunderstruck fuel the fire of yeah darius davis how dare you so yeah they were asking for it (laughs) they they set up their own trap uh house of pain thank you for asking the question let's move on now to friar bolt who asked the question do my eyes deceive me or does the chargers defense actually look dominant 
Do my eyes deceive me or did the Chargers this score? Three touchdowns versus a Jets team that hasn't allowed more than two. Do my eyes deceive me or did the Chargers just get back to back blowout wins on prime time? I don't think you need glasses. Your eyes look looking yeah, pretty looking tip-top like to me. Yeah, looking like vision there. Yeah, looking bowl. 2020. Your eyes do not deceive you. The fact um, that we have two blowout wins is just... It's just a weird feeling not being stressed out watching football. You know what I mean? Like, we had so much fun the last two weeks just hanging oh, out. You know what I mean? It's just a different thing. Yeah. Well, just the turnovers. Like, Chargers have barely had any turnovers this year. And to have a game where you had zero, like, against, a, again, a Jets defense that is just touted as one of the best in the league right now, you don't walk it back now just because the Chargers won. Like, that that's still one of the best defenses that you can see out there and had zero turnovers. So yeah, pretty freaking and, awesome. And we're in like the, we're the tied for the best with the Ravens for point for uh turnover margin. So we're plus nine right now, which is that's awesome. huge. Wow. That's huge. That's a lot. Surprising. We're four and four with that, with that stat. Yeah. So let's, let's keep going. Yeah. If we can start capitalizing on these turnovers and turn them into points, that's going to be all the difference in the world. So, 100%. uh, thank you, Friar Bolt, for asking the question. Let's move on now to Daniel Lawallen, who asked the question What's up, Prochachos? So, is this two week stretch the confidence booster we needed to learn how to fucking win or what? Vote for Pedro. I mean, Staley. Okay, later on, dudes. I was curious from your perspective, Kyle, like, you know, even when you're beating up, you know, you beat up on a couple bad teams defensively. Does that carry over? Like just kind of like getting in the flow and getting that kind of, we, we can do this. And will that carry over into playing better teams? Yeah, I'm for sure. Like confidence is a huge part of it. You show up and you're like, yeah, we're good. We got this. It, it, it goes a long way in what you see on the field. Um, and, we're acting like we're playing like Southeast Louisiana tech university <laughs> college of the blind, you know, like yeah. these are still NFL football teams with NFL football players. Yeah. Anytime you beat one of those teams by a couple touchdowns, it's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why the jets all of a sudden suck so bad just because we beat them up. Well, exactly. they're supposed to win. Every everyone picked them to win last right. night, if I remember correctly. So yeah. they're like, "Oh man, everybody's, everybody's just mad they picked wrong." Yeah, like, they're just like mad at themselves. They made me look so yeah. silly. Yeah, on yeah. the television, they must <laughs> yeah, be so, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's they're all. It's you saw the locker room after the game, like the camaraderie, the confidence, the excitement, the going to work on Tuesday or Wednesday is so much more fun um, than it is after a loss. So yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And if you're not following Dayon Henley on Instagram, go do it because he goes live in the locker room and he like there's sketchy. A, it's a little sketchy, <laughs> but it's a really great for fans to see like the behind the scenes of what's it's going fun. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> sketchy. It's potentially <laughs> sketchy to have your camera in the locker. Yeah, room. Yeah, there's been a couple times where uh, there's been some players going live in the locker room and some. Uh, bits have been shown on Instagram live. So hopefully it doesn't do anybody dirty in that regard, but definitely a team confidence booster there, Daniel Wallen. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Andrew Ramsey who asked the question 500 never felt so good. Now onto the lions where we will 
beat a good team and show the NFL we mean business. With that being said, do we give Pipkins the business and everyone else holding back this offense the business? Spiller and Dotson might be done for the year with both being inactive. McKitty's gone, uh, sent a strong message. Time to sit him, and if so, who would you like to see take over the right tackle spot? Uh, Not named Sorrell. Can't love you, bye. I think he just had a bad game. I, I think he's absolutely still a starter. I don't think you bench him in any way. He's the best option you have right now. So. Yeah, and if you don't like Foster Sorrell, you don't really have you, any other options. Yeah, yeah the that's options really are it. Slim Pickens. I mean, yeah. yeah. Unless you take who Brandon apparently Hines, is our new fullback, like, McFadden. And yeah, throw McFadden over there. Or can Vanette play right tackle? I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, hey, players have bad games. And that was not a great game for Pipkins. He can certainly turn around next week, bounce right back, and have a perfect game. You know, it's a week to week thing, any given Sunday. Uh, yeah. anything can happen. So I think he's still going to be the guy there, Mr. Ramsey. But yes, 500 feels pretty good right now <laughs> going into this. Uh, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Peck R, who asked the question. Happy Tuesday, gentlemen. And what a day it is. Walking around work today with that big dicker energy bolting up hard. Monday night's game was something special. We all know special teams and defense showed up in a big way for the win during prime time on Monday night. Uh, two and a half sacks for Bosa, two for Mac, two for Thule, one for Marlowe, and half for the Fox. What do we call this sack machine? Thule Bear and Mac Sack Attack? Big Sack, Big D Fence? That was special. <laughs> Our special team was awesome as well. Davis with over 100 yards in punt returns, including an 87-yard touchdown. Cameron Dicker, the three-legged kicker, a.k.a. Dick Perfect, nailed all five field goals, including a massive 55-yard boot with ease. Then the, to serenade us with slow-motion water bottle shower and hair flip, I did not need my bolt agra, as my bolt was bolting, <laughs> bolted hard already. Our offense, though, looked rough. And not like your mother likes it, Alex Trebek. (laughs) The highlight of the big O being Keenan's catch that happened, that tapped 10,000 for his career. That was one of the most spectacular catches I have ever seen. Hands down, the catch of the year so far. Question, who is getting game balls today? Kevin, you got offense. Adam, you got special teams. And Kyle, you got our big sack D. I would say no copying Coach Daly, but there goes the whole team. LOL. But think outside the box. It's victory brisket time. FTR, BTFU, K love you, bye. So yeah, people like this new nickname. I'm just saying. It's kind of popping up everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, Pun intended. I, I won't. I I will never endorse it. So <laughs> if people like it, they like it. You, you don't have to endorse it. it. You just... You just you don't need to even get behind it. You just need to just <laughs> just let it happen. Just, just just sit back and let it happen. Look, I'm not out signing a petition to stop it. I just don't like it. <laughs> fair, fair. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about some game balls instead. Uh, Kevin, you got the offense. Who's getting the game ball? Well, I think the you know one drive he scored three touchdowns. You give it to Austin Eckler for sure because he's he was our touchdown machine that game. So nice. 
Eck, you can have it. Nice. I like that. So I can't. I honestly can't think of anyone else besides the one catch from um, Everett, that like spinning one that he got a few extra yards. Other than that, that was pretty much Keenan, the extent yeah. of the highlights. A couple catches and that's it. Yeah, you give it to Keenan for that magic catch, but I'll just say the touchdowns are worthy. <laughs> magic of the game catch ball. in the you know ten thousand career. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> well, he said he, he already got one, so I'm gonna play, go outside the box a little bit. No, I like that. Um, I can't remember. Did Darius Davis? Did he get a game ball? Hell yeah, he must he did. have right. Yeah. So did Dicker. try to yeah. Dicker, Dicker got one too. We, I think. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Yep. Well, there the, there goes all my special teams. Well, we, <laughs> have a, we have a. Uh, I would give the game Hunter ball. Or a long snapper. You get to pick one. No, I, I'll give the game ball to whoever blocked for Darius Davis's uh, touchdown run back. So if you block, you got 10, 10 game balls. For special there you teams. go. You're right. You get a game ball. You get a game ball. <laughs> yep. Everybody gets a game ball. Um, all right. And Kyle defense, who's getting a game ball? Yeah, I've talked about him a lot on the episode already. Lohi Gilman, he's, he had a yeah. great game. Didn't get recognized. Like, he forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, pass breakups. Yeah, Big huge hits. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. Mr. Peckar, thank you for asking Thanks, the question. Great Let's move it on sure. now to uh, Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. After the win, let's have a fun question. So during Monday Night Football, Trevor Lawrence was on a section of the Manning cast, and Peyton Manning told Trevor Lawrence that Herbert said that Lawrence has more impressive hair than him. What do you think? He's just being humble. That's Herbert being humble, baby. Yeah, he, he knows he has better hair. Yeah. We all know he has better hair. Yeah. And a way less weird face. You know? It's just the size of Lawrence's face. Come on, give me a give me a break. It's so weird looking. <laughs> give me a break. Like come we on. We all feel this way, don't everyone everyone feels this way. He's got a weird face. It's not his fault. He's a great quarterback. Nice hair, not great hair, weird face. <laughs> <laughs> got a real <laughs> real grudge against Trevor I, Lawrence. I'm not even like trying to be head. a bully on him. It's just it's, it's kind of obvious. It's just a weird face. It's okay though. Well, I don't have a great face. I'm not like the, the gatekeeper. I'm not the, the kind of black hair. I'm not the gatekeeper of faces or anything. I'm just saying it's a weird one. All right. It's a bold take, Cotton. We'll see if it pans out. Um, It's true. Yeah, it's 100% Herbert just being humble and not. not, I I would love to see Herbert just take like one compliment in his life, like, you know, just like, hey, (laughs) you know, you've got nice handwriting. You'd be like, well, you know, I got to put that up to the coaches, you know, for my nice handwriting. (laughs) I got to contribute that to my third grade. That's a team effort. Give it to my parents. They really helped me. Yeah. Yeah, I, and also I will say the one thing about that um, Justin has on Trevor. Yeah, he's never he's never shaved his head and gone grown it back. Mm. Like Justin's mm. done that. He's been there. He's gone to the other side and come back. <laughs> you know, a changed like, man. <laughs> yeah, his his hair is fresh. Like who, God knows how long that hair has been there for Trevor Lawrence. His old gross hair. Yeah, probably about. Yeah. It's like me with my beard. Like I'm, I haven't shaved in God knows how long. I haven't so. seen your chin in a fortnight. That's uh, yeah. You know, Justin appreciates his hair yes. more than Trevor because you know you, you, the heart grows fonder when it's gone. And 
<laughs> he knows. He he really knows what he has now. So that's that's good. I think I, I think Lawrence should go find the strength and conditioning coach on that team. Have him get give him a buzz, a buzz cut. cut, and then yeah. we'll see how he looks. Yeah. yeah, and then grow it back. See if it grows back. Maybe he does. Maybe it doesn't grow back. Maybe he's a bald guy. Maybe it maybe, makes his face maybe not look fake. so weird. Maybe it's maybe it's oh, actually have hair. Maybe it's wig. Yeah, that's probably. Have you ever wig. seen him without a little headband? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think we I think we figured it out, guys. All right. We saw the problem. problem. The major Weak problem guy. that is Trevor Lawrence's hair and weird face. Um, <laughs> the question we just, we just spent the most time of any question on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Zachary Shelton, thank you <laughs> for asking the question. Uh let's move it on now to Mickey Coates. Okay. Who asked the question? <laughs> so let me get this straight. Kirby threw under 200 yards, had under 600 yards rushing, and we won by three scores. Who is this Chargers team? How do you think Herbie feels knowing the weight of the game isn't all on his shoulders? Oh, boy. We needed one drive from him in the second half to give our magnificent defense a bit of rest. Oh, and he ate up eight f***ing minutes. It may have ended in a field goal by our big dick kicker, but that put us up by two TDs. Not to mention that drive started off with Herbert converting a third down by running for 10 yards. We also need more of that. True test of this reset comes when we take on the Lions on a short week when they're off a bye. Victory is nice, but we gotta look forward. Do you think we are going to see the best of Herbert now that he knows he actually has a defense behind him? I sure believe so. Oh, let's see you guys next Victory Monday. Can love you. Bye. Yeah, there's that stat that if he if the defense gives up less than 22 points, he's like 12 and 0. There's like some another stat came out. It's like, yeah, it, the thing is, we sh- most quarterbacks in the league have games that they win where they lean on their defense. Yeah, Justin never has that. <laughs> ever has that? Like yeah. the last two weeks is the first two times he's had that. So. Yeah, let him have a week where he can not be a, you know, Greek god and and just go win. Just right. take care. Hang of on, game. I just saw a stat. I'm, I was looking through this page and it says, Boltbeat posted this. They said crazy but true. Brandon Staley, who has a five thirty seven winning percentage, has nearly has a near identical career winning percentage as Forty ers head coach Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I saw that too. Brandon yeah. Staley, 537. Kyle Shanahan, 538. I mean, we got to get to some championship games, but... Come on now. Yep. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just, it's going to be interesting at the end of the year if we do well and we keep him or extend him, how yeah. everyone is going to lose their GD minds. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah it's going to de- completely depend on how playoffs go. Yeah, like what what happens there, and so we could we'll, get there first, and then make a legit win a couple games. Yeah, yeah, that will determine the outrage that may or may not be there. Oh, there's going to be there no matter what. People are like on they, the level, they have, though. They have, like, yeah, they have made up their minds that they're going to hate him, yeah. even when he has a great defensive game. Like who's calling the place? Yeah, wait. I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah. this guy. Come on, it's not possible. I've been talking He's a shit robot. about him for three weeks, <laughs> and that's not possible. <laughs> All right, Mickey Coates, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Up 97, who asked the question. Well, shoot! 
first off, what a darn tootin' good win this week. My question is, do you think our defense is actually turning the corner, or will this Lions game bring us back to the Staley pitchfork carousel? it! I reckon I hope we're turning the corner finally. Can't love you, bye. Can't wait for Sunday to find out. Yeah, it's going to be a test. I mean, not just the caliber of a team we're going up against, but yeah, this is going to be a short week. For, they're coming for off the a team. bye. That's yeah, and huge. they're coming off a bye. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. But I mean, if uh, anything is to be believed, I think I also saw like a quote from like Kendricks, and, and I apologize. I think it might have been Popper that might have tweeted it out, saying how like the first couple of weeks when the defense just wasn't clicking, like they needed that to basically happen in order to get where they are right now as far as like we needed to humble humble they ourselves need to be basically humble. Yeah. yeah and now that they've done that they're now in a point where everything is clicking Maybe. they're having fun jc me... jackson needed to be removed yeah, from that the was team. another freaking got he had to humble the guy's himself. getting benched in in new england now too yeah he yeah. did Maybe there's just pe- sucks People come out and be like, look at JC Jackson now. He's killing it over there. No, he's not. He is like the lowest graded corner in the league still. Yeah. Um, he, PFF has him like a 40 something. Yeah. Like, out of 100. <laughs> yeah, it's not 40. starting. That's not caliber. so bad. Out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have to hold him back a year. We're going to have to do the fourth grade over again on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what the what this team can do, especially the defense against the Lions. That's going to be fun. Bolt up 97. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to DJ Jones, who asked the question. Howdy, y'all. With this victory, my question to the panel is how confident we are that the Bolts defense can continue to build and get better and better as the weeks go on into the season in our playoff push. Okay, love you, bye. Well, I, I think a lot of it is going to hin- hinder on health. You know, and I think that's the same issue almost every time you talk about like how well a team can do. If this defense can stay healthy, if you know, can, yeah. if people can stop stepping on Joey Bosa's freaking toe, yeah, then I think we'll be okay. Like you know, nobody, nobody gets sick, nobody pull anything, everybody just stay as healthy as they possibly can. Then yeah, that can absolutely build this team to go on a drive and have the defense play better as the season goes on, and they can just keep clicking man and having fun it's amazing how much different it feels that now that you see the defense having fun going out there and celebrating like that was like a thing when uh phil was still on the team and the defense like if something happens they would run to the end zone and they would all get their photo taken it'd be like a photo op moment that was like their big celebration and we didn't see that for a while Mm -hmm. and now that they're out there having fun again we're seeing all those celebrations and in ways that we just haven't seen in in a few seasons at the very least and I think they'll be able to keep up what they're doing, especially at this level, if the offense can start turning it on a little bit yeah. and we can maintain the, you know, have the ball a little longer on offense. So those guys aren't put in a position where they have to be out there making plays all the time. Mm-hmm. So now that they found themselves, they know what they can do. They know what they're capable of. Time for the offense to step up. Let's start being the offense we know we, we were going to be before the season started. And then all of it should just a nice, even complimentary football where we can dominate and have huge games. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Justin's finger can heal up. Hopefully we can start to see some of the Austin that we saw last year, which we kind of have. I mean, Austin having two touchdowns in a game is perfect. And hopefully we can see people like Jalen Guyton come back 
and uh, and Josh Palmer rest up. You know, we'll get him back in a few weeks. Now that he's been placed on IR, I don't know if we talked about that on any of the episodes, but no, that was that um, was news. That was late in the week. We did, yeah, yeah, yeah it was like Saturday they announced that. Yeah, yeah which, so, which is tough. Yeah, and hopefully, God bless. I hope Quentin Johnston can get himself a touchdown, man. I feel like that's going to make all the difference in the world for him and his performance. So, um, DJ Jones, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Alan Ng, who asked the question: Are you not entertained? To quote Oprah, you get a sack, you get a sack, you get a sack. What is the strategy for the next opponent of turning Mufasa into Simba? Well, it's going to be, they have a good passing attack. The um, Amon Ross St. Brown, that guy is, has so many highlights and he's a pain in the ass. Like he's just yeah. a very good wide receiver. So, and, and Goff's no, you know, he, he's a good quarterback. So. Yeah. Um, I think our our secondary is going to need to step up and, you know. He's better than, than well. Bajent and, uh, and Zach that's, Wilson for sure. That's the most obvious thing that we're walking into. We're walking yeah. into, a, into a much better quarter, quarterback. So, you know, we're going to need to put up some points. Or I don't think this is going to be a full-blown shutout like the last two weeks. But um, that's where it's going to be, you know, step-up time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Lions, you know how we've talked uh, the last couple of weeks about needing an identity, like, Coach talked about it in the all-in. We we have to find what our identity is and create that and get behind it and continue to grow in whatever that identity is. Um, I think this is going to be a good game. We we we've seen that they've been a little bit more physical, um, a little bit more like this is what we're going to do. You guys have to adjust to what our game plan is. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes against the Lions because they are a very identity-driven team. They're a physical, strong, fight, neat caps off, right. never quit. Like right. Um, identity of a team um, with a really good head coach. So um, I think this is a good like identity solidifier. Um, it'll be fun to see how we come out and attack the game. Yeah, they, they feel like probably one of the more complete teams, you know, yeah. especially given these last couple of games. Like this is really going to be a big test, I think, for, yeah. for the Chargers on both sides of the ball. So um, yeah, be physical, man. Go out there, keep hitting like you just hit in this last game get turnovers like you just got turnovers in this last game and uh offense just needs to turn on just a little bit more and i think we're i think we're gonna have an awesome game so uh alaning thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to see sar who asked the question is a 13 a four probable what will it take to get to the playoffs and lastly was the ravens game the true barometer for a playoff readiness. I think what is it? 11 wins pretty you're pretty much wild carding it if you get 11. That's kind of what we've said. 10 or 11, yeah. 10 or 11. I think so. ten, I think 10 gets you in with yeah. especially with how tight it is right now in the AFC. Um, yeah, no one's I mean, really pulling ahead. Yeah, we're 500 and we're right there in the hunt. So mm-hmm. if you can get to 10 and 7, that's three games over 500. I think you're pretty confident you're going to get in. Mm-hmm. But 13 and 4, I literally want cooler. that more than yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because that means we beat. Well, like we would, we probably pretty much have the AFC West. We just need them, the Chiefs, to stumble once somewhere in the season. Somebody, and we would beat them, obviously, and then we'd have the yeah. you know the the tie break. Yeah, because they the lost Lions. to the Broncos too, and the and yeah. the line, AFC West. We'd have the better AFC West record. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm in. Sounds uh, good. Let's have that. Yeah. I'll take it. And then uh, is the Ravens game the true barometer for our playoff readiness? I mean, if they're the best team in the league, 
Yeah. It's a hell, hell of a football team. If you can beat the Ravens, I think that says a lot based on what they've done so far. You can only go off what the teams have done up to this point, and they've been like the best looking team. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, if again on health, like if we can, if Justin Herbert's finger can get better, because I really feel like that is holding him back from being as explosive as he typically is in these previous seasons. If he can, if his finger can get better, I think that's going to make a huge difference for the offense uh, and his confidence in being able to do that. So uh, if these guys can be totally healthy going up against the Ravens, uh, yeah, I think that would be a real big barometer to figure out their playoff readiness for sure. So there you go. Cesar, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bold Fam with a Thier Kadir. A Thier Kadir. Who asked Sorry. the question? <laughs> Never going to be good. That was, that was solid. That was good. Oh, okay. Judge a chip, baby. I want Wooldog, my love, and Kevin and the coach to respond to my bold prediction. Chargers will win at the Jets, Detroit, and at Green Bay. The Bolts defense will play good. Herbert will get hot and do what Joe Flacco did for the 2013 Ravens and carry the Bolts to Super Bowl and bring the title to L.A., baby! Let's go! FTR, love you, Chargers country! Let's ride, baby! Unmatched enthusiasm, Athir. <laughs> Unmatched. <laughs> I know in. I put inflection with the voice, but... He types in all caps, folks. Like the, you can feel he, the energy. He's yelling this right now, he's and I feel his. It. I love this so much. <laughs> um, yeah. Just imagine, like, if we go one game at a time, is fun. But like, imagine having a five-game win streak after the Green Bay game. That would be <sighs> rad. Five-game win streak after the Green Bay game. Yeah, well, so would we win four. these three. Yeah. What are we on? A, we're on a two-game right now. So sorry, it'd be a four-game win streak. Yeah. That'd be rad. When was the last time we had a four-game win streak? That'd be rad. Yeah. It'd be rad. It'd be dope. It'd be cool. Yeah. Super rad. Super, Super cool. Rad. Super yeah. cool. Nice. So rad. <laughs> nice. Well, so far, Ethier, uh, you're right on the Jets. Uh, Detroit and Green Bay, the opportunity is absolutely there for these guys to go out and win and win these games and uh, really try to make some of these people eat their freaking words on what they feel like the Chargers not being a good team or anything like that. I feel like a really fun edit coming up. Like, let this happen. I'll go collect all the clips and just start putting together like a really awesome, just like people talking shit and then slowly backing off that. And then I'm happy to put in some hours to make that video. Well, and I guarantee the Chargers social media team they're they've already always keeping receipts yeah, yeah they're yeah. always keeping receipts so i guarantee they'll be putting out one as well but i would love to see yours kevin as far as collecting some of these talking heads just spouting craziness yeah crazy pill crazy so uh and i love the idea of uh herbert getting hot and doing what joe flacco did for the 2013 ravens carry this team to the super bowl baby come on i'm in Come on. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Athir Kadir, thank you Thanks, for asking brother. the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bull Fam. Always so much fun to do after a victory. Uh, really appreciate you guys for, for helping us out. And hey, I just found out today. We had 4,000 subscribers on YouTube, folks. Thank you all for subscribing. Thank you guys so appreciate much it. for helping us hit that milestone. That's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's wild. 
to have four thousand subscribers on YouTube means the world to us. That that there's so many of you guys that enjoy listening to us. We thank you guys so much for helping us hit that. Um, but I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, there, gentlemen? No, man. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, that's, that's what, what they happen. say. That's what they say. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger <laughs> Chat, folks. He's so ashamed. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. We asked people, what would you do with 10K? <laughs> I'd pay off my debt. I'd like to start my own business. I'd like to travel abroad. I'd do some of that remodeling I've been meaning to do. I'd set a record for second most career yards for the Chargers. And I'd look good doing it. What would you do with 10K? 10K chocolate bars from Nestle. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.